Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, I've got a very special guest. She is the head coach, the University of California in Berkeley, just coming off of their first Pac-12 team title since 2015. Today, we get the pleasure of sitting down with Terry McKeever. Thank you, Coleman. Happy to be here. I'm excited to talk to you, and it was exciting watching the Pac-12 championships, uh, albeit in Houston. It was it was odd for them to be on Central Time, <laughs> but yeah. it was it was a great pleasure just to get to see them. And um, I've got to ask, after the season that we've you know that everyone has gone through this year, heading into the conference meet, did you have did you and the team have a performance goal for this meet? Um, not, not so much. I mean, it, it's just, there's just been so much uncertainty that kind of our motto has been that, um, you know, prepare for a conference championship. If we get to have it, prepare for a dual meet. If we get to have one, prepare for an NCAA, um, championship and, and, um, you know, just kind of taking those steps, um, along the way, you know, we didn't really have a secure, you, you know, didn't secure the university of Houston until, um, you know, mid to late January. So as a conference, we, you know, coaches and, and staff were really scrambling a bit to try to find an indoor facility was something that the coaches really wanted to uh, make sure that, that we could uh, find that if possible, just too many variables uh, outside. You know, we've got some great facilities here on the West Coast with um, SC and Stanford and the Arizona and um, but, but we felt like being inside was going to be really important to um, make sure we could, could be our best and, and see how that trans, transferred into, um, you know, qualifying uh, swimmers for the NCAAs. Yeah, so right before we got on, you mentioned that, you know, just operating through the meet um, in terms of e- eating and team meetings um, was, was completely different. Can you give um, our audience just a little insight at, at, at the differences that this meet presented in, in, compared to maybe last year's Pac-12s? Yeah, just <laughs> so many. It's sort of hard to know where to, where to begin, but, you know, um, here, uh, as I was mentioning to you in, in Northern California, you, you know, we, we definitely are, have been uh, very conservative as, as a, as a state and as a, as counties of um, what is allowed and, and not allowed. So it's, it was a, a blend of, um, you know, not only where you are, but we have to then follow protocols for returning to Berkeley and what our campus wants. And, and we have a, a 17 page travel uh, protocols that, uh, as coaches were responsible for, uh, you know, single rooms, unless, um, you live with somebody in your household. If you live with somebody, but you don't share a bathroom, you still have a single household. Um, all meals were in our own rooms, meetings were via zoom and, and have been, you know, throughout, throughout the year. And so it's, it's definitely been a year of, um, of new, new challenges, but also I think there's probably some things that, um, you, you know, we, we will and can proceed, proceed with. So, um, our, our weight room is out on outside. We, we can't lift weights inside. So we're outside. Uh, when we first started, we, 
uh, were at 6.15 in the morning on, on a um, AstroTurf field, you know, with the uh, no more than two people, uh, no sharing of equipment, uh, you know, no more than two people in a lane, one on each side. And, and we're, we're still in where we can only have 25 people in the pool at once and um, no more than 45 on the deck at the same time during our competitions. And I think one thing that I really liked uh, during our competitions and, and even at Pac-12s is we set a start time for every heat. And in a lot of ways, um, I think that really um, benefited our athletes and benefited the, the way the, um, the, co the competition was run. So that might be something that I'm, I'm sure as, as, you know, here on campus, as well as um, uh, conference-wise, we'll probably revisit as we hopefully move through all this <laughs> craziness. <laughs> yeah, that, that does seem like a, a, a positive or a silver lining maybe um, moving forward, but um, you know, just in spite of, uh, getting all these differences, um, were there things that stood out to you, either swims or just trends with the team as a whole, um, over, over the course of the weekend that you were really happy or even surprised with? Um, I, I think more happy like this group, uh, you know, I, I, I would venture that this is probably for any team, you know, any, any, uh, student athletes, whether they be swimmers or whatever that are, um, are willing to go through the protocols that are on different campuses and, and the sacrifices that a student athlete makes anyway with, you know, training and academics and everything, but to take that to a whole nother level of, um, you know, really having communities sort of have a spotlight on, on what we're doing. So, uh, you know, I think that really helped us rally together as, as a team and, and how did we want to handle those? And when we were challenged with those, um, how are we going to, um, you know, respond to those challenges? And I, I, I'm really, really proud of the way that the teams handled that. Great leadership. Um, we have a great senior class. And um, Alicia Wilson is uh, Robin Newman, uh, Elizabeth Bailey, and Allie Harrison are our captains. And they've done a great job of, of, of leading the group through, uh, you know, un uncharted territory for lack of a better way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would imagine one of the hardest parts uh, of a season like this is just, you know, every, every year is a new team and building that team dynamic is, is something that I imagine is really important, especially on the conference level, be it from you or from those captains. Um, how, how are you able to work around, you know, these, uh, these different circumstances to build that team camaraderie over the year. Yeah. You know, um, we, we didn't hear on campus. We, our pool didn't open up until uh, last weekend of August. And so we were literally all over the world, um, but pretty much all summer, um, probably from June, July, uh, uh, August, we had two meetings a week. Uh, we included our, um, as soon as our, our incoming class graduated from high school, they could join us via Zoom meetings. And we did a lot of, um, you know, structured things that the coaches um, brought to the table. And then we did a lot of fun things that put it back on the, on the team and the captains to come up with ways that we could get to know each other and build on. And, and that's, that's definitely one of the things that I would like to do moving forward. I've never done that before. And, and I think it did really help us when we physically all were in the same place. Um, you know, it's, it's been challenging to do the in-person um, 
building that, uh, you know, team building and team camaraderie, like, like the girls say, they just miss, you know, being in the locker room or like at our, our new facility at Legends, you, you know, they get changed and come into the team room and stretch and chat. And as coaches and athletes, we could all kind of be in the same place as we got ready, but that, you know, that isn't, uh, we, we aren't in any locker rooms um, yet or anything. So it's, um, you know, those I think are the things that the, the athletes um, and, and I miss, you know, it's, um, it's very challenging to sort of coach through the mask. It's, it's challenging to have a team meeting and just have it be little, little uh, squares on, on the computer. You know, I, I feel like as a coach, one of my strengths is, is trusting my gut and sort of my intuition. And, and there's been some different challenges in, in that, that um, I'm sure I haven't been as effective as if, if um, I was able to spend more, you know, time closer together and having a meeting where we're actually face to face and, and, um, and doing things. So that's, that's what I'm going to be looking forward to is, is sort of those, um, the off time that, that we all get to hang out and interact with each other. So. And that certainly makes sense. And I feel like that has been a common theme of, of coaches and athletes is just that, that downtime that you do kind of take for granted, you know, especially before this. Um, so physically when, when they were in the same space, when you were able to train throughout the season, um, just from a coaching perspective, did you, did did you have to change the way you were writing workouts or the kind of work you were doing throughout the season as you were able to move through these different circumstances? Yeah, I think um, early on it was, you know, it took a little more extra time trying to keep things organized from different ends of the pool. I remember I got a text from Greg Troy. They had, they had started a little bit earlier and he said, this is going to take a little more time than you think sort of coordinating different groups and, and keeping them moving, but not too close. And, and so, um, you know, we kind of got in a, a nice groove with that and are in a, a good groove um, right now. I, um, you know, and that we, I think the, some of the dry land and the things that we've done away from the pool, we weren't able to do. And, and I feel like that, that was an adjustment um, for us from a training perspective. And then we just really didn't know when we were going to have a competition. And if we did, what would that look like? And so I found it challenging at times to, um, you know, how much do you talk about a future that you can't guarantee is going to be there. And, but do we want to be caught flat footed when, and if we get the opportunity? So that was just something that, that as a group, I think we worked through and I'm really, I think that's the thing I'm most proud of the way the the team handled it is that, um, okay, we're going to, we're going to train, like we're going to get an opportunity to race. And then when we race, we're going to, we're going to race like that might be our only time. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was the reason we, we did uh, wear tech suits every time we raced uh, because we didn't know what, uh, you know, we, we did a couple of time trial type events with Stanford and, and Dan and Greg and Dave and I were, you know, literally on the phone almost every day, two weeks leading up to it. And, you know, trying to make the different requirements and, and we actually had another one scheduled in December. And then um, that's, that's when the, you know, we had another uptick in, in cases. And so that was canceled. And, and then when SC and UCLA were scheduled to come up here, 
we found out maybe about a week, week and a half before that Stanford wasn't going to be able to host. So we had to try to come up with a, a plan to make it uh, feasible for SC and UCLA to come all, all the way with, with um, you know, sort of a, a double dual meet, but we couldn't all be on the deck at the same time. I think on that Saturday, we had technically three meets with cleaning time in between and a very tight schedule on when you warm up, when the, you know, team has to be out and, and um, everything that, that took a, a little bit of, uh, of planning and, and people compromising. So, um, you know, we obviously have men's and women's water polo here as well. So um, demands on the, on the facilities and, and just the staff, you know, I think that's, that's the thing that probably all over on different college campuses, we have 30 intercollegiate sports and 29 of them are, um, uh, you know, competing right now. Uh, football is, is here getting ready for spring ball, but, you know, I just, um, the gym is right next to speaker and um, there was a volleyball game going on, you, you know, the, this afternoon. And, and so the, the staff and the people that work on campuses are, are definitely being taxed and challenged through, um, through all this, you know, it's, it's hard as, as a coach and a student athlete, but I, you know, I think about the administrators or the, the athletic trainers and, and things like that. They've, um, strength coaches, just, um, a lot of, um, a lot of adaptability from a lot of people so that, um, you know, we can keep this experience for the student athletes as close to normal as, as possible. That, that is a perspective I have not thought about, uh, is just the, like you said, the staff, the administration, but, um, that's a really good point. And I, I feel like certainly my job, you know, I'm, I'm, I I work in athletics. I think about athletics, but I know you, you have said in the past, you have a big emphasis as a coach on developing, you know, women, not just athletes. And I'm wondering, you know, just on the emotional side, uh, for your athletes, just as, as women, as people, um, were you able to, you know, lend support or how are you able to navigate this season, um, just from that emotional side? Because, I think with all these changes certainly brings a different spectrum of emotions. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, uh, you know, definitely it's always case by case, right. You know, it's always, I, I think to be most effective, it's, it's about, um, you know, that relationship and, and, uh, the, the thing that was like so strange for me was to be at PAC 12s and, you know, like I, I, I know I said it more than a few times, like in a normal situation, we would have had three or four opportunities to practice this. We, ha- we haven't had any opportunities. So this is how it works, you know, or, or, or whatever. And, and, um, and then, you know, particularly I think hard for the freshmen uh, because, you know, they don't know, what, at least if you've done it sort of before, you, you have an idea of what's going to happen, but, you know, we're going to go to an NCAA championship where the freshman and sophomore have never been to an NCAA championship. And it's not really going to be like a normal NCAA championship. So really nobody knows what it's going to be like. You know, I think, I think the idea of the, of the timed final relays is, is going to be um, a challenge. I, I, I hope we don't go that direction because I, I think one of the things I personally love about the NCAAs is the, the prelim and final of the relays. I think it's such a, um, I, I personally look at college swimming as a team dynamic. And I think 
um, that it's it's very challenging and fun as as a as a coach to manage your team through those those relay scenarios um, and how to how to look at numbers of swims and what types of swims they are and I mean personally I'm don't like the idea of the 800 free relay being on the night before. I, I love the idea that the 800 free relay was after the 200 freeze and really took it as sort of like a challenge and, and pride when we could have people in the heats and finals of the 200 free, and then they could do even better in the 800 free relay. You know, I think those are, those are things that, um, as, as a coach, I think are, are challenging, not only physically, to get your athletes ready for that. But I think the mental aspect of that was always sort of separated like the good teams and the great teams. And, and, um, and so I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely old school though. So I'm, I'm sure there's a lot, there's probably more people that disagree with me, but, but um, just as, as old school, I, I like it. Um, I, I like the, I, I don't know. I just think sometimes we're moving away from the things that are challenging and, I, I don't know if that's really what athletics are about. I think they're personally about embracing the challenge and then problem solving for that challenge, not changing the situation. So the challenge doesn't exist anymore. Um, but that's, you know, not right or wrong. That's just how I look at it. Yeah. I, I certainly appreciate that perspective because I, I, you know, me personally, not being a coach, but I'm, I'm all for the timed final relays, but I had never thought about it that way in terms of it being more of a, a team battle and challenge that one must overcome or that the team must overcome. That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, yeah, I've read comments and people say, well, yeah, but it, it takes away from their time at the end. And I think we have opportunities for time. I think an NCAA championship is about racing and playing a game. It's a team game. It's not a individual performance. It's a team game. Who, how, which team is going to be better? You can't win an NCAA championship with one or two stars. I believe you win an NCAA championship. Like the, the top teams have their stars, how you win is how that next tier performs. Um, traditionally, I think that's how it's been. And that's, I think, what's so fulfilling for it. Uh, when, when you do have that, it, it's like a, a Pac-12 championship. We can't win with just Izzy Ivy swimming well. You know, we, we, have to have, um, we have to have people in the B final. We have to have people in the C final that wouldn't make it. We have to have someone get in an A final that normally would have been in a B. And, and it's all about where are you and how do you take that next next step up I, I think so um that's that's the way I look at like what you know the the team aspect of it is and then when we get to summer and things like that that's about an individual performance this is about the University of California as a team being the best that we can be so so, so I, I got to ask, uh, you know, you mentioned you're going to have a freshman class and a sophomore class that have never been to an NCAAs. And uh, I mean, I think quite frankly, Cal's going to be vying for an NCAA title, at least on paper. What are you doing to, to prepare your team between the conference championship and NCAAs? 
I think some of the things that, that you always do with just talking about like where, where are the little areas that we possibly can get better. And, you know, again, that it's going to take every, everybody for us to reach our potential as a, as a team, we can't rely on two or three people. Um, the, the relays I think are going to present uh, challenges for us as a coaching staff. Um, fortunately, we have some different ways that we can do some things. And so um, we're not going to get the luxury of, of sort of seeing who has a hot hand or who, how, how people are going. It's going to be like one shot, you, you know, and, and going into Pac-12s, one of the things we talked about um, as a team was that, you know, if they're going to be time finals, like we need to try to get as many relays as we can in the top four so that, you know, we're in that heat where potentially the race will be, but we've also seen at different conferences. I think it was Ohio state won a couple times from, from the other heat. And, and so I think that, that will be, um, that will be interesting and, and, and new for, for everybody, you know, it doesn't matter how many NCAAs I've been to, I've never been one to one like this. And, and so I, I, that, that probably will, um, will be different. I don't know if it would be better, worse, or, challenging, less challenging, it will just be different. So um, I, I think to, as, as a coach, to sort of play through the different scenarios and make sure that I'm open with the, with the team on what potentially some of the scenarios can be, which I try to be anyway, but I think, um, you, you know, I think that's gonna be important um, as, as we move into the next, you know, couple weeks or week and a half here, so. Oh, it's coming up so fast, it's, oh, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> Um, so my, my last question, I'm going to delve a little bit from, from the NCAA realm. Um, you know, you, you are someone who, who's always putting people on, on Olympic teams and certainly training quite a few women who, who are Olympic hopefuls, um, having gone through going through your second Olympic year now in a row, um, is, is there a different weight? Is there a different feeling to having had a back-to-back Olympic years for you as a coach? Uh, Absolutely. You know, I think there's a lot of, um, I would just say people in general, but probably swimmers specifically like their plans, right? Like their plans and like to know what's going to happen. And we don't have that. So the people that are going to be able to adapt to a plan and a changing environment are going to be the people that will be, I think, successful. Um, You know, I think that there's, I don't think the challenge has been so much physical. I think there definitely is a physical challenge, but I think it's also a mental challenge, you know, Um, even you know, I, I mean, we hope we're going to have an Olympics, but are we going to have an Olympics? Like, no, I don't think anybody can sit here and say, I guarantee that's what's going to happen. You know, I think we can just, just like, I couldn't sit here and say, we're going to have an NCAAs, you know, I'm, I'm still not convinced. Like I, I, I'm still like, you know, PTSD from almost a year ago when, when uh, I, I remember thinking like, there's no way they're going to cancel it. You know, and I remember <laughs> seeing the, the, um, the uh nba when they canceled the nba games i remember uh calling danny and go okay we're screwed (laughs) you know like like they're like they're i I was like okay they're not gonna have fans like i can i can get that but then when they started canceling things i'm like oh there's no way we're going anywhere you know and and 
Um, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very optimistic and I, I, I'm optimistic for uh, a safe and effective trials and, and obviously a safe and effective um, Olympic games. I'm sure it will probably look different. Um, at, we obviously know trials will look different. I think there's still just as many questions as, as there are answers, if not more, and probably things that USA Swimming is, is thinking about now might, you know, they're, they're doing the same thing we're all doing, right? You're, you're planning for a lot of different scenarios and like, what are my cutoff dates to where I have to make decisions? And, um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of people putting in um, double work. You know, I think we're, as a country, we're probably going to have to, when we get through this, uh, make sure that we all, um, if we're not doing so already, that we're just, we're taking care of our, um, you know, our, our mental health and our physical health. I think that's, that's one of the things that is um, important and, and that we need to be doing as coaches is just continually checking in with making sure our, our um, athletes that we're responsible for are, are getting support if they need it, or, you know, a practice off if they need it, or a shoulder if they need it, or a kick in the, you know, rear if they need it. And, and just sort of, um, just really being in tune to where people are uh, emotionally, I think is just as important as, as where they are physically. I think that's a great way to put it. Uh, well, so Terry, thank you very much for taking the time to sit down and chat. I really appreciate it. Any parting thoughts before we sign off today? No, I just want to thank you for the opportunity. And, and um, I just think any, you know, obviously we're getting ready for NCAAs and it's, it's been a tough year here, as I mentioned, but it's been a tough year for everybody. And, and I hope that, you know, coaches and athletes um, really take a moment to acknowledge the hard work they're doing and, and, um, and just celebrate that, you know, regardless of what our outcomes are, just celebrate that we've, we've made it through a tough year together and, and we're getting closer to, to you know, a, a new normal. And so um, I, wanna, I wanna just celebrate that and, and, and have fun with it. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.